Hi, this is Nathan. Before we get to the episode, I want to invite you to join me on an incredible adventure this November of 2024. I am taking a small group of believers to Turkey, what the New Testament called Asia Minor, for a 12-day Bible study tour of the early church. We'll be studying the book of Acts and many of the epistles on location as we visit ancient cities like Ephesus, Laodicea, Heropolis, Antioch, Pergamum, and many more. If you are interested in joining me this November for a once-in-a-lifetime adventure as we study where much of the New Testament and early church took place, you can learn more by going to deeperchristian.com forward slash turkey. And if you're interested, don't delay. Spots are limited and on a first-come, first-served basis, and a $100 discount is available if you register before May 27th. I do hope you can join me. And again, more information is available at deeperchristian.com forward slash turkey. Now, here's the episode. Welcome to episode 136 of the Deeper Christian Podcast. This is the podcast to help you study God's word, know Jesus intimately, and discover how you can build your life around Jesus Christ. I'm Nathan Johnson, and in today's episode, I want to talk about this marvelous reality of God's faithfulness, mercy, and steadfast love, which endures forever. Let's dive in. For a couple months now, I have been deeply just pressed, encouraged, and challenged by one particular Hebrew word. It's interesting. I heard this word years ago, and it kind of made a it just kind of settled in my mind. It was just like something highlighted in my life, but I didn't quite fully understand it. And truth be told, I, I still don't fully understand it. But it's been interesting over the last couple of years, uh, this word just keeps popping up every now and then. And it's just like my mind takes note of it going, huh, that's interesting. Well, not long ago, I, I stumbled across a book by Michael Card, and he basically just spends the entire book looking at this one word. And it's the Hebrew word hesed. Now, it's interesting that this word, in a lot of ways, is just not translatable. (laughs) And the reason for that is the word is so immense and so just expressive that there's just so many layers just to the phenomenal reality of this particular word. Throughout English translations, it's sometimes translated love or kindness or loving kindness. Sometimes it's this idea of steadfast love or faithful love. Some places it's in the context, it has this idea of showing favor or loyalty. One way it's translated often is this idea of mercy or faithfulness. Sometimes it can be translated beauty or righteous or devotion. And other times it's the idea of grace or goodness or loving instruction or having a covenant friendship. Now, it's one of those words that's just like, wow, that means a lot of things. And yet the word itself is richly beautiful in its depth and in its meaning. That that word hesed in the Hebrew scriptures, it occurs nearly 250 times and it is in all the major divisions of the Old Testament. In other words, you find that word in the law, you find it in the prophets, and you find it in the writings. And what's interesting is of the nearly 250 times that word shows up, 127 of those are in the book of Psalms. So as you look at this word, it's, it's, it's hard to have it true definition because it really is a a large, all-encompassing kind of a word. And yet I love how Michael Card translates this. In that book, he says that hesed is when the person from whom I have a right 
to expect nothing gives me everything. What a beautiful picture that here is God and I truly deserve nothing from him. I should expect nothing. I am a sinner. I've lived in rebellion. I deserve nothing. And yet, what has God done? Well, he gives me everything. In other words, he gives me himself. Do you realize how profound that is? And recently I've been walking through my Bible and I've been highlighting every time that word hesed shows up. And it has been such a rich meditation for my soul to realize that our God is a God of hesed. And that God who is hesed has come to indwell my life via the Holy Spirit. And now what is the life he wants to demonstrate through me? Well, he actually wants to demonstrate hesed through my life. That when I'm looking at the world around me, the people that really have no right to expect anything of me. Why? Because I'm just some stranger. Yet it should be my joy and my blessing to give all that I have to those around me. And that doesn't necessarily have to be money. You recognize that could be time or wisdom or just intentionality or ways of serving and washing their feet. That my life is not my own. It should be used for the purposes, the plan, and the glory of Jesus Christ. I love one of the passages where this word hesed shows up in the Old Testament. It's Exodus chapter 34, verses 6 and 7. It says this, And the Lord passed before Moses and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abounding in hesed and truth, keeping Hesed for thousands of generations, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, by no means clearing the guilty, visiting iniquity of the fathers upon the children and the children's children to the third and fourth generation. I love what God says about himself. As he's passing before Moses, he looks at Moses and he says, Do you know who I am? I am the Lord who was merciful and gracious and patient, and I abound in hesed and truth. Do you realize that our God abounds in love, in kindness, in loving kindness, steadfast love, in loyalty, in favor, in mercy, in beauty, in righteousness, in devotion, in faithfulness, in favor, and gracious covenant, and grace, and goodness, in loving instruction, and covenant friendship. That is who our God is. Our God is abounding in Hesed. Wouldn't it be an amazing thought if I truly grabbed a hold of that thought that I began to recognize that when I pray, I'm not praying to a God who's just some mean, nasty God waiting to stomp on my head. I am praying to a God who is loving and kind and merciful and gracious and patient and full of truth. That our God is faithful. Our God is steadfast love. Our God is, he he loves covenant friendship. He is loyal. He shows favor and mercy to thousands of generations. You realize our God is good because he is hesed and his hesed endures forever. I love that phrase. His hesed endures forever. That first shows up early in the Old Testament but it begins to weave itself through a lot of the stories of the kings and it shows up all over the Psalms that God's hesed endures forever. 
when Solomon was dedicating the temple, they were looking at all that God was doing and the thing that they declared. Here's, here's this moment. What are you going to declare when the moment the temple is built and you're looking at all the richness of who God is? Well, the declaration is, oh, our God's hesed endures forever. I have long been captivated by Psalm 136. And I think the reason I've loved Psalm 136 so much is the fact that it's a participatory psalm. And of course, the reader would stand up and he would recount the history of Israel. And as he recounts the history of Israel, the people who are listening would respond back with this idea of, well, yeah, that's who our God is. He is good. Now, my translation says, for his mercy endures forever. So after every line in Psalm 136, the response is, well, God's mercy endures forever. But what I love even more about this psalm is it's not just that his mercy endures forever. Some translations say his faithfulness endures forever. Some, some translations say his steadfast love endures forever. But it's that word, hesed. Do you realize that in Psalm 136, the psalmist is recounting just the goodness and the greatness and the faithfulness of our God, all that he has done throughout Israelite history. And at every point, the response, the only response that you can give is, oh, the hesed of our Lord endures forever. It's like the psalmist saying, hey, do you remember who our God is? Do you remember his goodness? Do you remember how he dealt with this situation? Do you remember how he dealt with all king of uh, Bashan and Sihon, king of the Amorites. Do you, as, as he's walking through all these stories of, hey, we crossed the Red Sea and he brought us into the land of promise. And every response is, yes, his hesed endures forever. His mercy endures forever. His faithfulness endures forever. His steadfast love endures forever. Why? Because God is a God of hesed and his hesed endures forever. And I would encourage you at some point, either today or in the next couple of days, to sit down with your Bibles and look at Psalm 136 and just read it afresh and say, okay, God, what does it mean for your hesed to endure forever? And recently, I've just been challenged myself as I was just pondering Psalm 136, that here's a psalmist. And again, he's recounting the history of Israel. And the only good response is, God is faithful. He, he is merciful. He is steadfast love for his hesed endures forever. And can I say that about my life? Can I say that about my history? When I look back at just the difficulties or the circumstances or the trials or the sickness or whatever it is that I may have gone through, can I look back and just say, you know what? It may have been tough, but oh, God's hesed endures forever that he is a God who abounds in love and kindness and favor and loyalty and beauty and faithfulness and grace and mercy because his hesed endures forever and he abounds in hesed. So I would encourage you at some point to read through Psalm 136 and declare for yourself his mercy endures forever. His, his faithfulness endures forever. God's hesed endures forever. But then I would encourage you to make a list of just your life and all the good things and all the bad things and all the trials and all the circumstances and the financial stuff and the family craziness and the sicknesses and the whatever. And can you honestly say at the, at the end of each of those lines, you know what? God's hesed endures forever. And if not, I would encourage you to get to know your God. 
because it is only in getting to know him and his character and his heart and his mind that we can truly say with confidence that he abounds in hesed and his hesed endures forever. It reminds me of Lamentations 3 where Jeremiah is recounting. He says, this I recall to my mind. Therefore, I have hope through the Lord's hesed. We are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness, says Jeremiah in Lamentations 3, 21 through 23. Is that true in your life? Do you realize that God has given us all things that we need for life and for godliness? 2 Peter 1, 3, that he, God, who is a God of Hesed, has filled us with his nature. He has really put his spirit within us, and now he is wanting to demonstrate his Hesed to the world around us. As I've been walking through and highlighting all these Hesed passages in my Bible, it was kind of fun to find that there are a couple of names in Scripture where the name of the person is, it's like this little prefix, but then it has the word Hesed in it. Wouldn't it be amazing if your name was Hesed? That your life reflected the Hesed of the Lord, that your life and your language and all that you did and thought about was merely a reflection of God's kindness and his goodness and his mercy and his faithfulness and his steadfast love, that your name, what people knew you by was, oh, you're that Hesed guy. And I love the fact that there's two guys in scripture, at least, that had the name Hesed. I was like, that's such a great name. Well, whether or not it's your name, I want to be known by the Hesed of our Lord. And I hope that's just an encouragement for you that we as believers are to know our God. And as we get to know our God and his character and his heart and his nature, we are going to find that he is a God of righteousness, a God of love, a God of truth. Yes, but he is, but he is a God of Hesed and his Hesed endures forever. He abounds in Hesed. He abounds in the steadfast love, faithfulness, mercy, and grace. And obviously the greatest picture of that is Jesus Christ. That as Jesus came, he was the physical representation of Hesed to this world. That when people looked at Jesus, they saw the manifestation of Hesed in their midst. It's interesting as you read the stories of the New Testament that Jesus shared, you realize that over and over and over again, it has this undercurrent of God's hesed. And when you look at Luke 15, and here's a shepherd who loses a sheep, and the shepherd goes after him. Hey, here's this woman who loses a coin, and she searches diligently. Hey, when there's this father whose son rebels and runs away and comes back, you realize that in each of these cases, there could have been a hand slap. There could have been, what were you thinking? How did, how did you lose a sheep? And especially in the case of the prodigal son, you realize that the son brought shame upon the father. And yet the father, because of his overwhelming love and mercy and kindness, really restored the son back into relationship for his hesed endures forever. What an amazing thought. What an amazing reality. What an amazing God we have. And we need to know him as a God of hesed. But beyond that, we need to allow this God who is Hesed to come and fill our lives to the point where what bubbles forth out of our life is Hesed to the world around us. King Josiah, at the very end of his life in 2 Chronicles 35, it says that, uh, says in verse 26, and the remainder of the acts of Josiah, his deeds 
and Hesed, according to what was written in the law of the Lord, and his acts from beginning to end are written in the book of the kings of Israel and Judah. Do you realize that King Josiah, this great king, you realize at the end of his life, what he was remembered for was his Hesed. He was remembered for his kindness, his goodness, his favor, his steadfast love, his mercy. And here we are as Christians, and we are the picture of Christ unto our world. And we are filled with the life of Christ through the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. And you realize what the world should see bubbling forth out of our lives, what we should be known for, what our name should declare, is that our lives are lives of Hesed. Because we are filled with the Hesed One, whose Hesed endures forever, and He abounds in Hesed to a thousand generations. I want that for you. I want that for me. I want my life to be known as a life of Hesed because I have a Hesed God, and I want to look just like Him. Well, no, I'm cheering you on under that end. Now, earlier, I mentioned this book by Michael Card called Inexpressible. It's this, this book basically on Hesed, and he walks through all of scripture looking at this idea of hesed. And it really was just a deep encouragement and just blessing to my life. Well, this month for the Deeper Christian Book Giveaway, I'm giving away several copies of this book. So every month I pick a new book. Usually it's a classic. And I give out books to those who sign up or who are interested in uh, in that book. Well, this month I'm giving away several copies of this book. So if you're interested in potentially winning one of these, the only thing you have to do is just sign up for it saying, hey, I'm interested. So if you're interested in receiving one of these free books, go to deeperchristian.com forward slash 136 for the show notes of this episode. So again, deeperchristian.com forward slash 136. And there, there'll be a little information. You can click on the button, put your name and your email. And of those who sign up, we're just going to randomly pick several of them and send out the book at the end of this month. Now we do this every month. So I would encourage you to check out the Deeper Christian website frequently because we're always giving away great Christian classic books usually, and just books that have deeply impressed and changed my life or books that are pressing me unto Jesus Christ. I just want to be a blessing to the Christian community and just just as a way to serve and to give, I just want to bless you by some of these great titles. So if you're interested in in this month's book, I would encourage you to check that out at deeperchristian.com or go specifically to the show notes for this episode at deeperchristian.com forward slash 136. Speaking of which, if you like more information about Hesed, I have all the show notes for this episode, just a lot of those details that I walk through available on that page. Again, that's deeperchristian.com forward slash 136. Well, until next time, know I am cheering you on as you build your life around this Hesed God whose Hesed endures forever. See you next time.